7 to 11. On page 1189, if you have the church Bible, page 1189, 1 Peter, chapter 4, verses 7 to 11. And you'll notice that uh, the heading of that portion, that section, is serving for God's glory. And it says in uh, verse 7, But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore be serious and watchful in your prayers. And above all things, have fervent love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without grumbling. As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion for ever and ever. Amen. Verse 7 says, well, let's commit this to the Lord. Lord, we just thank you for these few verses from Scripture. Lord, we just pray indeed, Lord, as we open up and look into it, and with the help of the Holy Spirit, Lord, we will receive blessings from us. For thy name's sake, amen. Verse 7 begins... But the end of all things is at hand. We are coming to the end of another year. In a few weeks' time, we will say goodbye to 2018. As we come to the end of a year, it is a time of reflection. You look back. Maybe good times, maybe bad times. But then we reflect. This letter of Peter's was, was Peter's first letter uh, to uh, the Jewish Christians who had been driven out of Jerusalem. And he was writing to them to uh, basically encourage them. And if you have a look at verse 8, just very... Verse 8 says, as if you think that this is uh, a word of encouragement to those who are under problems, under pressure. Verse 8 says, uh, Above all things, have fervent love for one another. Love one another. In verse 9, 
Be hospitable to one another. And in verse 10, it says, minister to one another. We're approaching Christmas and we heard uh, it's a time of gifts. And we heard of this on Friday night from uh, Rob Watson. Uh, a time of uh, more or less receiving gifts. Sometimes we receive less than we anticipated. Sometimes we receive what we thought. And occasionally we receive more than we thought we were going to. He produced a £50 note on Friday night. I was under the impression it was a dummy. And he said, no, <laughs> he got it from the bank. And he, the, the, apparently, a £50 note is, uh, it, it, it's, uh, forfeit, it's uh, for, forfeits more than any other note, bank note because it's so rare. And people don't know what a, a new one is like and a, a, a genuine one or, or a false one. But it was a genuine. But it, it's, it's a time of receiving gifts. And this, in verse 10 it says, As each one has received a gift. Each one. Not some. But as each one has received a gift. And it's not a gift for our benefit. It's a benefit for others. We don't keep it to ourselves. It's for the benefit of others. It is a gift or a talent, whatever you like to call it, for each one. It says, minister it to one another. Don't keep it to yourself. Minister it to one another. Each one. And there are no exceptions. And the, the, uh, another good point about this portion, it says in verse 11, If anyone ministers, let him do it with the ability, with the ability which God supplies. Which God supplies. God supplies even... Not only the gift or the talent, but God also supplies the ability to use that gift or talent. So we can't say, I can't do that. We can't say, I can't do that. Because we have been given a gift or a talent, and also from God, the ability to use that talent or gift. The heading is serving for God's glory. What is the purpose of a church? A number of reasons which you can possibly add to. This is the responsibility. Witnessing to the lost. Caring for the needy. Serving each other. And bringing gifts acceptable to God. To do one 
or all of these tasks. We need a gift or a talent which God has supplied. Many Christians say, oh no, I can't do anything. I don't have any talents. I can't stand up and speak. I can't sing. I can't play an instrument. I can't do this, you know. Which is not true. With the ability which God has supplied. So if we say, I can't do that, we're denying scripture. We are denying what God has said. We are denying what God has done. If we say we can't do that. As it says in verse 10. going, I'll keep on going back to that portion. But this didn't. As each one has received a gift. I don't say a lot say I can't do that. But I think we can all visit the sick or the lonely. And this also is a gift given by God and is important. To do nothing with the gift given is failing God. To do nothing with it. If you've got a jigsaw puzzle, and there's a, one, you know, say a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle, and then you lay them all out and whatever you do. Each, each, person, each, each piece is irrelevant, really, unimportant. It's just, you know, it, it, one looks like the other, which looks like the other, which looks like the other, and you can't tell what from them. So one is unimportant, but when you come to finish that jigsaw puzzle, and there's one piece missing. Oh dear, dear. It really is a problem. Yes, Joan. Joan, Joan, Joan knows about crossroad puzzles. If you miss it, just one piece. We, when we were away on holiday, we had a, we had a, a, a puzzle and every time we went past, it, it was laid out on the table and it was so, so hard. Really. I think it was Tenby. Tenby at night from memory. And it was the sky or the sea or something. And then we would walk past, and if, if you got up maybe a half an hour to spare, we'd sit down, and in it, we, I don't think we ever did finish the puzzle. We had to pack it all up and come home, right? or incomplete. Verse 10, going back to verse 10 again. Minister to one another. This is a gift for the benefit. I think we've said this before, but it's so important. This is a gift for the benefit of others, and not just for ourselves. The gifts that we have received, we don't keep it to ourselves. In 1 Corinthians 12, verse 7, it says, A spiritual gift is given to each of us as a means of helping the entire church. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 7. A spiritual gift is given to each of us as a means of helping the entire church. A Christian can only be strong 
when he is serving God and others. There's an old saying, isn't it? Lose it or use it or lose it. Talking about parts of the body. You know, you don't use your muscles or you don't use your limbs or something. If you don't use it, you'll lose it. And it's the same with the gifts which God has given with his ability. And verse 11. Um, if anyone speaks, let him speak. If anyone ministers, let him do it with the ability. So in other words, we're not all given the same gift or the same talent. If anyone speaks or if anyone ministers, we're not all given the same talent. And it's just as well, really, isn't it? If we all came in on a Sunday morning or a Sunday night and we all wanted to play the keyboard, but there was nobody to preach... When a house is being built, there are an awful lot of professional craftsmen involved in the building of the house. They all can't do the same thing. They all can't lay bricks or plaster or electricians or plumbing. But when they apply the the, the craft which they have been given, the gifts, then the house is built all involved, but all with different skills. No one person is an expert at everything. You might, you might think of some people who think that. No one person is an expert at everything. Remember the responsibility of the church, witnessing to the lost, caring for the needy, Serving each, bringing acceptable gifts to God. In uh, Romans 12, just one verse I think, just try and find it. Romans 12 verse 16. Live in harmony with each other. Don't try to act important. But enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't think you know it all. Any modern language, not quite the same language as in the New King James. This is a living. But, you know, don't think you know it all. There is no need to feel guilty if we can't do what another believer can do. No need to feel guilty at all. Just referring back to Romans 12, it says there, God has given each of us the ability to do certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out when you have faith 
that God is speaking through you. If your gift is that of serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, do a good job of teaching. If your gift is to encourage others, do it. If you have money, share it generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. And there's another portion in 1 Corinthians 12. Now there are different kinds of spiritual gifts. But it's the same Holy Spirit who is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service in the church. But it is the same Lord we are serving. There are different ways God works in our lives. But it is the same God who does the work through all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us as a means of helping the entire church. To one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, he gives the gift of special knowledge. The Spirit gives special faith to another. And to someone else, he gives the power to heal the sick. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and to another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone the ability to know whether it is really the Spirit of God or another spirit that is speaking. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages. And another is given the ability to interpret what is being said it is the one and only Holy Spirit who distributes these gifts he alone decides which gift each person should have why do we receive these gifts we think we know, but what does it say in Scripture? In verse 11, If anyone ministers, let him do with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Christ Jesus. And this is the reason why we are given these gifts, these talents. In verse 8, I know I'm jumping backwards and forth, but it doesn't matter. When we read at the beginning, verse 7, But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore be serious and watchful. It's verse 8. And above all these things, all these things, have fervent love for one another. 
have fervent love for one another. I'm just going back to 1 Corinthians 12. It says, On that, above all things, love one another. Is everyone an apostle? Of course not. Is everyone a prophet? No. Are all teachers? Does everyone have the power to do miracles? Does everyone have the gift of healing? Of course not. Does God give all of us the ability to speak in unknown languages? Can everyone interpret unknown languages? No. And in any event, you should desire the most helpful gifts. And it goes on. First, however, let me tell you about something else that is better than any of these. And he then goes into 1 Corinthians chapter 13, which you all know is the love chapter. But I thought it was nice. First, let me tell you about something, something else that is better than any of these. Why do, why are we given the gifts? That God may be glorified. So let us honor and praise God for his most precious gift. Good tidings of great joy, not tidings, good tidings and not joy, great joy for all people, all people, everybody. Amen. Our service to a close by singing.